Uh, oh wait, is that going? <laughs> it is. All right, so we're doing this. Welcome back to the Tune Junkies podcast. Um, I was laughing because I. My name is Chris, by the way. If you didn't know that, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> I was laughing because so I don't know about you, um, listener. If you have any pets or something that <laughs> you keep in your house that you feed, uh, preferably on a daily basis, um. Do you ever sing songs to that creature pet? I'm going to assume it's a pet. I need you I need it to be a pet for you, okay? Don't be don't be holding people against their will. Anyways, do you sing to your pet? I am going to assume that you do because I feel like most people do, right? When they're in your way or when they're just chilling while you're doing laundry, you kind of sing to them. You either sing an actual song or maybe you're cool like me. Um, you make up songs or you make parodies of those songs, right? I was doing that to Kitty yesterday with, um, dude, I've been on such a fucking insane, I, well, it's not really that insane. My music consumption goes in waves, right? And right now it's in like a nostalgia wave. So I'm listening to a lot of nineties music. Um, yesterday I sang a parody of, what is it? Not, I keep wanting to say Sarah Paulson, but that's not right. She's an actress. Um, uh, is it Sarah Coleman? Paula Coleman? Is it Paula Coleman? I think it's Paula Coleman. We're going to find out. It is Paula Coleman. No, it's not Paula Coleman. Guys, it's Paula Cole. Ah, man, I keep trying pushing that man on her. That's, uh, I apologize, Paula. Um, but yeah, the, you know, the, where have all the cowboys gone? Do you remember that song? Do you remember that song, listener? Where have all the cowboys gone? You, you have, you probably, you should, you should, if you don't know that song, you should stop listening to me right now and go take a big heaping dose of, uh, 1997 or where, whatever fucking year that song came out. I'm sorry. What's that kitty? It was 1996. Uh, Kitty coming in clutch with all his smart information. Oh, wise. Oh, wise one you are. Even though you still eat garbage off the floor. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I just told everyone that. Now get away from me. Um, But yeah, so I was singing that parody to Kitty. And then before we were recording... I was trying to think up, like, okay, what am I going to do to introduce this one? And uh, um, I did I did this. Uh, I said, welcome back, welcome back to the Toon Junkies podcast. Welcome back to the Toon Junkies podcast. And I was like, I started laughing because I was like, I, <laughs> why the fuck is Pepper Ann in my head? Like, I haven't watched Pepper Ann since, like, 1998. And I don't know, that's, it's weird to me that that information is still just, it's just back here. It's just back behind my eyeballs at all times. Like, it got me thinking, what other (laughs) useless information have I saved in my brain that, like, I don't really remember, right? So, like, I can't pull the memory from... Uh, from uh, off the cuff, right? But, well, I can't say that because that's just literally what happened. Well, 
kind of, but not. I, it wasn't conscious. I didn't choose to be like, oh, let me listen to Pepper Ann. It was, it came out, and then I recognized that that was Pepper Ann, and I don't, what other things are in my brain? That's like, I don't know, but if I hear it or see it or smell it or feel it, that it's just going to be like, oh, hey, trigger. Hey, remember that time you went to the Concord Mall when the fountain was on and you touched your hand to the 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 coins at the bottom and they were super slimy. Remember that? I remember that. But like it's weird, right? I don't know. Brains are brains are super strange. I have been listening to another show and they've been deep diving on all of MK Ultra, right? Uh, this isn't a conspiracy podcast, okay? Just I'm just telling you what I listen to in my spare time. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird the, the the human brain, right? And I'm going back to the uh, the like consumption, my musical consumption, right? And how it comes in waves. Right now, it's a nostalgia, right? But as much as I love that, because I love the '90s music, right? Um, and I'm specifically, I'm going with 90s music. I've been on a real 90s kick because I could even go be like, oh, even like middle school and shit going into Linkin Park and Good Charlotte and Avenged Sevenfold and fucking Dry Kill Logic and, you know, whatever. But like 90s elementary school music. And I part of me wants to think it's the wave, but then also I'm, <laughs> I'm super paranoid that... Um, I have reached the quota, not quota, the ceiling of musical intake, right? So, like, <laughs> I have a very big uh, library of music that I've listened to, music that I remember, you know. I've listened to many different styles in my uh, short time on this planet. But, like, what if there's only so much that you can learn? Because studies will tell you that at a certain age you kind of stop listening getting into new music and I don't want that I don't want to be that fucking old head in the back looking at the kids at the front of the show or and in the record store and I'm like they're talking about Lil Xan or whatever something future let's go with I'm gonna make something up. Let's ooh, let's mm, let's see if I can make up a name of a future rapper. Mm. <laughs> I almost said little floppy disk, but part of me feels like that's probably already a thing. Um, but if it's not little floppy disk, let's go with that. Um, <laughs> so yeah I don't want to see like oh this is a new generation of music and then I'm like oh music was only good in the early 2000s pre 9-11 music stopped being good pre 9-11 or post 9-11 whatever it is but like I don't want to be that guy so but I guess I'm just part of me is going to have to rely on <laughs> uh, one my dedication to not being that old head that I just described but also kind of leaning into the algorithms of the streaming services that I use to really help a bro out, okay? Don't just recycle the same fucking shit to me, guy, okay? Feed me some new shit. Hey, if all these people that listen to Dance Gavin Dance also listen to this other, other artist, other artist, other artist, 
Shoot it my way. Maybe I'll fucking like it. I want to know. I want to know what's everybody listening to. That's the shit I like. Because, as you probably have seen, there have been like different. Uh, I keep saying waves, and I don't want to say waves. Different eras. There we go. Well, d- different eras of music, right? So there was like you know the the eighties. I could just say 80s, but I'm not going to. There's, you know, the the synthy synth pop of the 80s, grunge of 90s, alternative of 90s. You know, then there was like post grunge in the early 2000s, and there was a big, uh, like a like an R and B uh, era, right? Maybe it was just me, but I feel like a lot of us, especially in like school dances. Usher, Nelly, R. Kelly, uh, like Flowrider, like all Flowrider is not R and B. I well, maybe he is. I only know the one song, but like all that stuff was very popular, right? And I feel like it was more mainstream, and it was. Uh, I mean, I guess TLC was early two thousands as well, but um, were they early two thousand? Yeah, they. Mm, well, because fan mail was it called fan mail? Fan mail was nineteen ninety nine, so I assume they were around for longer than that, right? When was? I'm almost certain that they've been. Excuse me while I correct myself in real time. Um, well, the twenty. No, those are. Yeah, okay. They did three D in two thousand two, and then fan mail was nineteen ninety nine. Uh, Crazy Sexy Cool, 1994. Definitely listen to Crazy Sexy Cool. Um, but yeah. Oh no, I got sidetracked. What the fuck was I talking about before I started looking up TLC? Uh, oh yeah, the R&B. Uh, what, am I calling it R&B? I think, mm, I don't know. I don't really... Fuck it. I'm sticking to it. R&B, right? So there, was a, there was a big kind of research not resurgence well maybe there was a big uh uh bubble of pop of it being popular right um so many different era and then there was you know once i got into high school it was like uh christ core and fucking uh uh you know hardcore music and post hardcore and emo music and whatever so many different th- and now i'm like gayer for john mayer you know and so I, I don't know. I listen to a lot of different things. But, like, what if you can only consume so much? I mean, I feel like at this point, music now is just going to get more crazy. Well, I feel like there's two there's two, there's two aisle Not only two, but I see two lanes, right? There's the lane that I've kind of come into when it comes to metalcore and that I feel like a lot of it is just kind of... I'm bored of it right now. And I'm going to say it like that. And I'm not going to go any further. But I'm bored with it right now. Um, and that's and maybe that's maybe that's why I kind of le- leaned into the, uh, the 90s nostalgia wave. Is because currently I am bored of the metal of the genre that I frequent the most. Right? So that could... Maybe I just answered my own dilemma. Hmm. Perhaps I did. Well, I mean, still. But I'm still worried that I'm not going to consume any more music. But uh, that, with that being said, if you listen to the show, if you've heard any of the bands that I listen to at the end of the episode, if you have anything similar, shoot it my way, dog. Like, I'm always down to check out new music because keeps me young, man. Keeps me young. And that's what we're all fighting for, right? We're just trying to 
grasp on to the fleeting thing that is life. This got really philosophical and really deep uh, quickly. <laughs> I uh, was walking with a friend the other day, and by this river walk by my apartment, um, one of the uh, entrances into said river walk is like a little bridge that goes over the creek, and then it comes right out by this... Um, I don't know, maybe it's like a 11-story building, right? But it's like an apartment complex. And they asked me, they were like, what's that building? And I was like, oh, that's like a it's like a retirement home kind of thing, but it's like a 55-plus, so it's just like old people that live there. And they were like, oh, that's, you know, okay, that's cool. It's strange that it's right next to the, a, a bar venue right next uh, down the street. It's literally within – you could throw a rock from the old person's building – to the bar venue you could hit it with a rock it's that close it's like it's strange that they have these two very opposite ends of the spectrum of life right next to each other maybe maybe it's to remind you hey <laughs> enjoy it now son because soon you're gonna be posted up in this little fucking gate and with your little weird wheezing dog um but yeah, we were uh, looking. I was like looking at that thing because it was it was probably like eight o'clock, so it was kind of dark. And then you could see the lights on on the inside of some of the things. And I was like, you know what's really interesting about why I like walking at night is that when the the lights on the inside of houses are illuminated, it shows you each little window, specifically in regards to the old person building. Each little window is like a little world in. And inside each of those worlds is a person we don't know who knows people that we don't know who does their own things every day and like they're all just different little realities like each one of those is a nest with a bunch of probably garbage because we all have garbage inside of our apartments. I'm looking at my garbage right now just just sitting there taking up space but I don't want to get rid of it because I want it and eventually I'll have some place to put it right. And that's what all those little windows are. Just little tiny worlds of these probably geriatric people, right? So who knows what kind of stuff they are. But I don't know. It's it's interesting to see those kinds of things in the world because sometimes, I don't know, life can get pretty monotonous and pretty boring and pretty, pretty miserable, you know? The current state of affairs in the world with Ukraine... Uh, my heart goes out to Ukraine. Um, I've seen some really crazy videos of you guys fighting, and I. But I think one one really cool aspect of the world right now is I've been seeing a lot of like it's uh, being it's like a not new, but maybe I'm just aware of it now because I'm of age in social media to where this information is being exchanged faster and you know in a freer form than the last war that I would have been aware of. Um, but, like, you've got all these American companies, global companies, right, that are just like, hey, we don't support this, so we're removing our services from your fucking country. So, like, <laughs> uh, today I saw that uh, um, Live Nation and Spotify both, uh, you know, cut ties. I saw the other day that it was MasterCard, Visa, uh, Boeing, uh, Nike, Adidas, like all these companies were like, okay, we're just going to stop doing these things for you until you fucking get your act together, which I think it sounds kind of, excuse me, my mouth is getting dry. 
it sounds I wonder if you heard that gulp I hope you did <laughs> um it sound to me it kind of sounds like somebody could argue oh well you can you you should do more and I get that um but I also like the idea of cutting off all the appendages and just I mean because I mean it's it's nonviolent and that's really what I I don't people shouldn't die right I mean hold on Chris people have to die because that's part of life that's what makes life life it's what makes it special because it isn't uh permanent right but war fighting come on it's 2022 bro like they're they're building robots that are having like no like cognitive conversations with humans ai we've got ai and we're fighting with tanks bro come on come on i think i saw i mean i think i saw the other day that uh well it was on uh it doesn't matter where i saw it um a video of a tank with the old soviet russia uh soviet union flag on it and i was like oh boy this this fucking guy this guy wants how mm, i just don't get it i don't get it what (laughs) i just i don't know man weird times weird times i'm (laughs) not excited about the possibility of a draft um but you know (laughs) i saw uh, another video it was some guy saying uh uh (laughs) talking to me pretty much he was talking to me he said Oh, uh, a lot of you don't have to worry about getting drafted because you didn't fucking graduate. You, you're on drugs. You didn't do this. And then somebody like cut the video and was, and he said, you hear that? Only nerds are getting drafted. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> um, now, in, uh, going back to the 90s thing, I told you I was in this wave, right? Um... It got me thinking that I wanted to um, try something a little different for the show, right? And not necessarily big, just um, I have to change uh, a dynamic for a little a little bit because, um, well, listener, I'm planning to move. Um, and I feel like I've been trying to refrain from bringing it up because <laughs> I have had awful luck of wanting to move, preparing to move, getting ready to move, and then something happens to where the move gets pushed off. And it has been five years uh, of that. Um, So I'm I'm always hesitant to bring it up because I feel like, I don't know, Indiana's got its hooks, man. It just tries to keep you here. So I've been trying to refrain. But in order to prepare, I need to... uh, um, do something with the show that is uh, a little less time consuming, right? So, in order to do that, I'm going to try uh, an idea I had with, uh, it, it basically started with uh, my friend Elijah from Bouquet, right? They were on the show. Great, a bu- great bunch of dudes. That episode's super hilarious. If you haven't heard it, be sure to check that one out. Um, <laughs> and I, I had, we're talking about, uh, great 90s albums and somebody elijah was like hey i could talk about 90s albums all day and that comp that like interaction there was what inspired me like what if i had people like a little panel of musicians come on and we just talk about 
some of our favorite albums and you all know, have a little shtick for each each episode whether it be you know underrated albums overrated albums you know you know uh maybe i'll do one where it's specifically like bands that i really like um like incubus or john mayer or you know whatever case may be him probably the used you know i'll focus on ones that i really like to try and keep it connected to me and not well i don't know we'll see how it goes but you know and i want to have some sort of like i was thinking about this i don't know if it's a great idea because i feel like it could go poorly but i also think that if it went well it'd be a lot of fun so that my idea is we'll have the shtick let's say um this month is women's uh women's history right so i've reached out to some people to do um some underrated albums of the 90s that feature uh iconic uh female musicians of the 90s right um so i've got reach out to three people and I want to kind of make it a game so that way once I get everybody's um, albums in, they're like, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine, I can share it and pull the the interwebs, right? Be like, who do you think is the most underrated? And then the episode will all discuss it and then maybe on the show we can vote who, whatever. It, it probably won't always be unanimous. There will probably be like one for this album, two for that, one for one. It probably be all over. So it's kind of going to be on the decision of the listener, the, you know, to poll in and be like, hey, uh, I, I side with the... Uh, 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 Cheryl Crow, 1996, self-titled, uh, album, right? That's her sophomore album. Um, that's the one I think is underrated or underappreciated or whatever the shtick is, right? Um, and whoever wins, uh, that person gets to go on to, like, another episode. And it kind of like Jeopardy, right? Is it Jeopardy I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's Jeopardy. And I guess really any of those game shows, if you win, you go on to the next round. Um, <laughs> But, like, something like that. So if you win, but if all the losers, I shouldn't say losers, the people who didn't win over uh, everyone, the collective uh, vote, right, um, they would have to nominate someone to, like, be on the show. Like, oh, I lost, but I think so-and-so could be, you know, a great pick. So then that way you can, like, get your friends to, like, your, you know, friends to come on and, talk about their favorite album or whatever the case may be right i just and in that sense i think it'd be fun but i could also see it being like oh yeah well i told i you know like i reached out to them and then they just never never responded or uh they were on to whatever the case may be i there's always something something that can go wrong right i'm always very aware of that um but i think that would be a fun idea because i'm trying to make Make it some sort of contest of some kind. There's got to be... We've got to make it a game. It's got to be fun, right? It's not entertaining if it's not fun. That's uh, that's a broad stroke I just painted. But you know what? Well, I'm going to stick to it. Because I feel like entertaining and fun are, uh, are kind of the same thing. So, um, yeah. Do you guys remember how earlier I was talking about how I've uh, been listening to a lot of 90s music, right? <laughs> um, well, I I don't know if, like, I knew this or maybe it's just because I wasn't really 
cognizant of like the lyrics when I was a child but like I've been listening to a lot of 90s music and some of that was Smash Mouth Walking on the Sun I fucking love that song um I'm gonna play some of it right now okay so that song remember that song as the song's great but there's like a whole section on in that song where it's like Put away the crack before the crack puts you away. You need to be there when they're older. You need to be there when your baby's old enough to relate. I'm like, what? Smash Mouth's talking about crack? What the fuck? But then I was like, oh, yeah. Um, When I was, insert whatever age I was when that song came out, I was not aware of the uh, socioeconomic problems of America at that time, right? So I didn't know then. But then many years later when you go through school and you learn about, you know, uh, the shit show that America has been in the past, um, you're like, oh, yeah, there was a huge crack pandemic in, like, the late 80, uh, 80s and 90s, right? Well, there was a lot of drugs in the 90s. That's I think that's when the D.A.R.E. program came. Was, was the D.A.R.E. program a 90s thing or was D.A.R.E. always around? I just didn't know about it until I was in school in said 90s um let's fucking see is the dare program <laughs> dare program failure it sees i see that um it was founded in la in 1983 okay oh and expanded to great britain in 1995 oh my goodness that's so crazy uh dare program materials from 1991 describe it as a drug abuse prevention education program designed to equip elementary school children with skills for resisting peer pressure to experiment with tobacco drugs and alcohol well sounds like that uh that second google search was uh absolutely right because it only made me more curious listener i don't know about you um Maybe you're maybe you're a cool kid like me. I don't know why I made that sound, but <laughs> maybe you also your interest was piqued through the Dare program. Um, I don't remember anything. Well, no, I don't. I'm trying. I can remember the some. I can remember the classrooms of my second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, middle school for sure. First grade? I don't... No. Mm, no, that was third grade. Third grade, there was a kid in my class. His name was Dakota. And he pulled a spider from off of the wall and he ate it in front of all of us. Oh, I remember that so clearly. I also remember that there was a man who would come into our classroom dressed as a superhero right but he wasn't like a superman or a spider-man he was i think (laughs) i think his name was zero man or something like that and he had a costume and apparently legend has it he had like a superhero car right they was all decaled up um but i never got to see it fucking not a once dude like i i only remember one time him coming around because i remember after he left we were the teacher was talking 
and then somebody looked behind them out the window and they saw him getting into his car and they said oh my god he's getting into his car and then everybody rushed to the window and I wasn't fast enough and I didn't get to see I was very short listener I'm still very short but I was even shorter then imagine a shorter me like fucking two and a half feet off that might no probably like three and a half feet right tiny tiny me big ass noggin no hair no hair it was a really it was like a buzz cut bro it was it felt cool though because like if you would um you know the motion when you're slicking back your hair going from forehead to uh cranium right like it was short enough that it was like rigid so it was like kind of spiky uh it was crazy i still remember there were some girls in my class who thought it was really interesting the way it felt and they would do that to my head maybe that's why i like my hair being played with imprinted thanks uh elementary school classmates for making me this way no it's probably not but um what was i elementary school dare program 90s Dude, I am just on it being able to... I, why can't I backtrack like this during interviews, man? What the... F- eh, it's because I'm focused on other things. Um, Oh, dang it. Oh, 90s music, right. Um, Oh, nope, I did lose it. I did, in fact, lose my train of thought. I shouldn't have commented on how good I was doing. You see that? That's why I'm afraid to bring up that I want to move. Because shit goes away. Um... Oh, yeah, I was talking about the crack epidemic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Smash Mouth singing about crack. I don't remember that. Um, I remember the tune and the melody from as a kid. I remember most of the words. But, like, I think there are certain parts that were that just didn't register because I didn't understand them, right? So, like, that one. And then, um, and even uh, I was listening to one of the greatest bands of all time and also my first concert ever, Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, there's one song where, uh, what fucking, um, hold my hand, uh, Time, Time, the song Time, that was like a big fucking radio hit, you know, uh, it, Time, I don't understand, and then he goes, children killing in the street, dying for the color of a rag, like, I, maybe, I, this shit just didn't register to me when I was fucking, uh, seven years old. It shouldn't have registered to me when I was seven seven years old. But, like, I didn't know that that was, like, a big thing that was on the radio, you know? I don't know. I just, I, it, it's gotten me, like, to really go back to all these songs that I loved as a kid, mainly just because of, like, the the tunes and the tune, the tunes uh, and the melody, you know, right? And maybe the musicality of it. But, like, I don't know if I really paid attention to the lyrics. I think I memorized all the lyrics because I liked participating in the song. I didn't know how to play any instruments, but I could sing, right? So that's the instrument that I learned how to do. But I don't know if I was actually paying attention to the lyrics. I mean... I don't know. It, I, I, I'm trying. I And so that's one thing I've been like doing a lot. Listening to all these songs. Like going back and uh, like, ooh, one song. Another one of my favorite songs from, uh, you know, the 90s. Uh, Luca. Do you ever, do you know that song by Suzanne Vega? 
Maybe you know Suzanne Vega, but like uh, Tom's Diner. That song, remember that song? But she also has a song called Luca, right? It's a really pretty song. It's, My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. So that song, but like, it's about domestic violence, <laughs> right? Um, it's about hey. Um, sometimes I get beat up in the apartment above me, or above you, and you should just mind your own business. Like, don't worry about it. Like, sometimes she's like, I, I, I think it's cause I'm clumsy, right? And I don't, like, I don't know. I wasn't born, uh, in the eighties or any time before that. Um, so I don't really know what the standard for like lyrical content was that was played on the radio. Right. I would assume it's been relatively uh pg for a while um well i don't know i mean i i've listened to other me i'm just thinking like what was what was allowed content wise on the radio in the in past decades right Uh, because i you know the parental advisory explicit content label um, that wasn't a thing until like the, the night, was it nineties? No, I think it was, hold on, let me check. 1985, right? Um, so like before then, what was it? Was it just, you could put, say whatever on the radio? I mean, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure the FCC, is that who controls it? Kitty, is it the FC? Yeah, it's the FCC. Um, but like, I've, the, talking about, I don't know, man, I just feel, it just feels, it feels, I mean, it's important to talk about, right, I know that, uh, uh, as G.I. Joe would say, knowledge is power, right, so the exposure is good, but is that something that was like, new for radio in the 90s, was it just common, or was, has it always been a thing? I don't know. I'm going to have to... Well, no. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, listener. I just don't know. Uh, maybe one of you have an answer. Maybe one of you went to school and read a book about the history of broadcasting, and you have the answer. I don't know, but I don't. And it's just going to be one of those things that I'm probably going to think about for another couple days, and then I will never think about it again. And that's okay. Because, you know, not everything has to be forever in your life. Some things can just be chapters. Some things you can just be like, hey, I'm going to learn how to blow glass, right? And then you spend six months doing that, and you get at, you get decent at it. You, you, you learn it enough, you educate yourself on it enough to do it. And then you try it out, and you find out, eh, not for me. That's totally fine. You can do that. You don't have to feel, it's not a failure, like, oh, I'm not good at it. It's like, no, that's just not for you. You don't have to be good at everything you try. You're not going to be good at everything you try, right? I've tried many things in this life, most of which I'm not that great at, right? And that's fine. I'm good at being a cat dad. Ain't that right, kitty? Say yes right now. He's walking towards me. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that as a yes. Um, but yeah, you know doesn't have to be perfect i don't even remember i don't even know how i got onto that um 
Do you need food? You're going to bother me right now. I've just filled your bowl like 20 minutes ago, dude. I know you're not hungry again. <sighs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. And in the vein of speaking on things that are uh, not permanent, um, as of today, John Mayer, I know, I know, settle down, settle down, All I, I haven't even told you anything about him, I, all I said was his name, okay? John Mayer has ended his, uh, he's, well, not ended, ended makes it sound like he uh, uh, terminated, no, his contract with Columbia Records is done. He ate, he had gave him eight albums. Sob Rock was the last one. So now my man is a f f f free agent. I'm excited. That probably means nothing to you. You're probably nowhere near as excited as I am. But that means um, that the experienced musician that Mr. John Mayer is, um, he he knows enough people. He's built a name. He don't need no fucking label, bro. He can make his own music. He that's what he did during quarantine. Uh <laughs> you you won't know this, but to anyone who does listen to John Mayer and follows his antics on his socials, uh <laughs> made a, a funny little song called Drone Shot of My Yacht. Um and making fun of uh Certain uh, people, right? I won't say anybody. Uh, certain people he was making fun of, like, uh, yeah. But uh, great, I'm really excited for this adventure because he he won't be obligated to release. He won't be um, what's uh, hindered at what he can release. So he's a free agent, bro. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what he cooks up because he had just shared about. Um, Music of his own and music with others. So that's really cool. Maybe I'll get to hear some more features. Remember remember in uh, fucking 2000 whatever, John Mayer was featured on a Fall Out Boy record? You probably don't know that. He was. You know, did, for the Fall Out Boy fans, you know that cover of Michael Jackson they did, Beat It? Yeah, that's John on guitar, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, um... And, uh, I know, listen, uh, in regards to my, uh, uh, dynamic change for at least for a little minute, a little minute till I get things, uh, settled, um, the panel episodes, I would have loved for this week, for today, Saturday, uh, well, not today, I'm lying to you, listener, it's Friday when I'm recording this, but, when this is released, Saturday, I would have preferred it been a panel of musicians to talk about, you know, iconic females of the 90s. I'm talking Alanis. I'm talking Cheryl. I'm talking Meredith. I'm talking Desiree. I'm talking TLC. I'm talking Tracy Chapman. Bro, the list goes on and on. I would have loved to have that panel this week, today, right? Uh, I had in the works a panel of of some of my friends, right? Um, I I wanted it to be all females, right? I feel weird saying it like that. Women, all women musicians. That sounds weird too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I initially asked the interwebs, "Hey, musicians, call out. Let's do a thing. I need musicians to talk about iconic '90s albums." And and you know, maybe it's me. Maybe I just don't come off as an ally. 
which really hurts, man. Like that 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 makes me sad. Do I not come off as an ally? I mean, I feel <laughs> I know I come off as an asshole a lot, but like it's a funny asshole, right? So that's not like I'm not you know, like, anti this, or, well, I, there are some things I'm anti, but not in regards to what I'm talking about right now, I'm not anti-woman, the, but, like, do, do I, I don't know, when I put out the, the call, no, no one, no females responded, maybe it's, I mean, again, maybe, maybe the podcast is not just, it's not, I don't know, I just don't, I wanted, I want to, I wanted to showcase the musicians that I know, or that I haven't encountered before, and it was just, wasn't in the cards, man. It just also last minute, like it was kind of an idea I had. Uh, uh, I it was an idea I put together last week, and just trying to uh, wrangle uh, musicians has it's been an endeavor since I started this podcast. Wrangling musicians is not easy to do, um, uh, but like it was just hard to throw together last minute so this is what it is right now um i'm not sure if i'll i i have a group of people ready to record one for next week but it's not going to be released till the week after so i don't know we'll we'll see maybe i'll have to maybe i'll throw together i don't know what i'm gonna do man it's scheduling is always fun when you're trying to wrangle everybody's lives into one two hour time time frame so we'll see what happens you know um, but that's, that's basically what, um, that's what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and do some, uh, album discussions, right? I feel like a lot of the albums that I grew up on are, uh, turning 30 or have succeeded 30 and I just feel like it's appropriate, you know, plus it gets the discussion going. I like to hear band, I like to hear people talk about not just their music, but the music that inspires them, right? And so that's kind of. Excuse me, I should have burped in the mic. Man, I always say that, but I never fucking do it. You know why? It's because I'm polite, okay? I'm a good person. <laughs> I, I, I'm I a polite person. Well, I have some etiquette. There's Okay, well, well, I'll say it there. I don't think the first two things were entirely true. But... <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's what the future is gonna look like for uh, a little bit at least, and I'm hoping that I can like bank up quite a few of them, and then I can kind of not be participating really, so that I can find a place to live. The job thing I'm not worried about because my resume, <laughs> even though it is all over the place, it does show that I can do anything. I am a Renaissance man, jack of all trades. Isn't that fun? Also. Um, maybe you're like, uh, how many of you out there? Well, that sounds kind of weird. I don't want to put it like that. It sounds, the, the, the delivery of that was not going to be, uh, ideal, or at least I didn't hear it as ideal. Uh, (laughs) every interview I've ever had gone to, right, for a job, a place to pay me money, any interview I've ever gone to, I've gotten that job. So I'm not worried about getting a job. It's just... What am I gonna do? You know, I don't know. It's weird, crazy. It's fun, fun stuff. So, um, with that, I'm gonna close out. Um, I am going to go somewhere that I'm not going to reveal to you. So you can just make up. Uh, what am I doing? You make up a story and you can tell all your friends. I don't give a fuck. But in regards to what I've been listening to lately, let me tell you. Right. 
Um, so lately, I have been listening to just a straight-up all-star playlist of um, 90s music, bro. Like, Smash Mouth, Presidents of the United States, The Wallflowers, Hootie and the Blowfish, Fastball, Eve Six, Gin Blossoms, bro. Some Eagle Eye Cherry, Alanis, as always. Cheryl Crow, as always. Uh, some garbage. Natalia and Bruglia. I don't know if I say her name right, but that's how I've always said it. Dishwalla, Meredith Brooks, Duncan Sheik, Counting Crows. Bro, the other day. Oh no. The other day, I rekindled my love for a one Mr. Edwin McCain. That's right. Who's Edwin McCain, you say? You know who Edwin McCain is. He's the, I'll be your crying shoulder. That guy? The the dude? <laughs> Somebody posed to me the question of, uh, what musician do you think, <laughs> what musician do you think got the most ass out of writing one, out of writing a song? So, pick an artist and pick the one song that you think they made the most they made the most that they received the most love for right um somebody suggested to me oh you probably think it's uh john mayer's your body is a wonderland i know that man uh procured a lot of love from that song but honestly i definitely think it was edwin mccain's i'll be or edwin mccain's i could not ask for more that but just that album i forget what it's called but that album, bro, I know, I know he, he, um, encountered, it had intimate encounters with many, many people. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he's a super Christian man. He said, can't, I'm married. I'm a married man. Or, ooh, we can't do that. I don't know what he did. But if I, I would assume that, I mean, if I was 24 years old when that song came out, if a boyfriend played that song for me, bro. I don't even know. I mean, it depends. Like, are we serious? Did we just meet? If we just meet, if we just meet, if we just met, bro, I'm out. I'm outskis, dog. Like, it was, thanks, thanks for the, the deep dish, not deep dish, thanks for the personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut, dog, but I gotta get out of here, because we just met, and Edwin McCain's I'll Be is too far for this first encounter. Um, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's kind of like, uh, I had made a joke, um, I, I, months ago, my, the wave that I was listening to was my old emo music, right, and Second Heron Serenade got into the mix, right, you know, the, um, because tonight will be the night I will fall for you, I'm sure you've heard that, uh, mock version of that song on TikTok, <laughs> cause tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Uh, dude, somebody at work showed me a video with that audio, and it was of a man with his hair down, and he had some, like, skinny jeans on. He was working somewhere, and, uh, he was like, do you know, do, do, uh, I feel like this is how you dress outside of work, and I was like, you're right, that is how I dress outside of work, <laughs> and he goes, really? I'm like, dude, I exclusively wear fucking skinny jeans, and he was like, oh, is this, like, a real song? And I was like, it is a real song, and it's from 2008, and... I made a, a joke that almost anyone who was in a relationship when that song came out or when that album came out gave that or, you know, submitted that song to their lover, right? 
and I I went as far to say that nine out of ten relationships where that song was given to the other person did not work out. <laughs> I am willing to bet that if the person that you are with right now is not the person who played that song for you, right? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, now, the 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 like the um, the clause to not clause. The oh no I can't think of the word I'm sure you're yelling it at me, at me right now but the exemption thank you listener thank you for the word uh, exemption to that is if you recently found that song like if you just discovered secondhand serenade from the video the mock mocking that everybody was doing on uh, TikTok then that doesn't apply to you but if you were in school when in 2008 when that album dropped um. The person who sent you that song or played that song for you to profess their love to you, right? You are not with that person today. That's that's my that's my stance. That's my theory. So Yeah. Um but yeah, I've been listening to all those bands, Edwin McCain included. Um but yeah, um I gotta get out of here. Um listener, you know where to find us. Um Find us on Facebook, Toon Junkies Podcast, on Instagram, Toon Junkies Podcast. I rekindled the Twitter. I don't know what I'm going to fucking do with it, but it's there. You can find us, Toon Junkies Pod. Um, if you'd like to follow me personally, right, if you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved with my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. Um, and with that, um, I must bid you adieu. Um, I gotta get the fuck out of here, um, cause I have my own life to live, alright? Um, enjoy the rest of your day, or night, whenever you listen to this, okay? Um, we'll see you on the next episode. Later!